What's up, Albuquerque? This is Lindsay. And this is Ryan. Welcome to Season 5 of What's Up ABQ. And welcome back. I am Ryan. And this is Lindsay. And today we have... I'm Cam Ward. And Natasha Santisteban. And we're the editors of Iconica Magazine, a new local magazine in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So tell us a little bit about kind of the format, how you got started, what kind of brought this thing into fruition? Like, how did this happen? (laughs) It was a really great time. You know, it's a really great experience. I met Natasha at a cafe where she was working at the time. So we met at a cafe. It was called Encora Cafe and Bakery. And I was hired there to do event coordination and music and planning and stuff like that. And Cameron at the time was working for Lobo Magazine and was doing an article on Encora. So we met through... For the Daily Lobo. So we met Mm -hmm. through that kind of process of being interviewed. And then like a couple of months later, randomly Cameron was just like, do you want to do a magazine with me? And I was like, (laughs) yeah, that sounds actually pretty cool. And then we didn't talk for like two more months after that. And then we randomly met up and started the whole process. And we got it done within like three months after having a whole big plan of what we actually wanted to do. And it was very smooth and chaotic at the same exact time. What is your magazine about? It's about supporting local artists. When we first originally met, we kind of were just both working with local artists around Albuquerque, writing for the Day Lobo, and I was only writing about artists, and Natasha working for um, scheduling bands to come into Ancora. We kind of were just like, let's, let's put our minds together and like, let's show these people that they're not little here in Albuquerque, that they deserve a platform to show their artwork and then also just be bold be bold about it that will create them in a good way and so that kind of came (laughs) it came together and I think one of the biggest parts for us why we chose the magazine was because at least personally for me I haven't seen anything upscale like this here and what we wanted to do was kind of elevate Albuquerque in terms of what we can create because there's so many people here doing so many different kinds of work, whether that is graphic design or fashion or whatever it is. We kind of wanted to give them another platform that most cities have. Like, we want this. Vogue. Like, we want this to be a Vogue, but for Albuquerque, you know. So huge inspiration. Yeah, definitely absolutely. Vogue. I have been loving Vogue ever since like Double Wears Prada. You know, the 13 going on 30. So. It was a good push to, like, finally be like, okay, I should, like, choose something that I really am passionate for instead of, like, having, you know, a newspaper, like, builds me up. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So, something that I really like, and, like, we always say this on the podcast because you can't see what we're looking at, so I'm going to describe it to you. Um, So, we have their first issue here, like, I want to say in the flesh, but, like, right here um, (laughs) in living color. Yeah. So um, the thing I like about it is, like, it focuses on artists and music and fashion, but it also is, like, this little art piece itself, which is kind of exciting. How did you kind of decide what what sorts of representation you wanted to have in there? Like, how did you pick who was going to be on these pages? Like, what you said? Who did the layout? So we both did the layout. Our main priority that we wanted for our first issue was kind of to be the artists that we've worked alongside with the most of the year. So everybody in this magazine we know personally through they're our friends, they're our friends' friends, they're family. So we wanted to start close to home first with people that we know best. 
before we start to integrate new people. But we also took in a lot of submissions. So we had maybe like 10 to 20 submissions that were sent to us, whether they were music or graphic or paintings and whatever that was. So we had who we knew we wanted, but we also wanted to keep it open to the community of people we might not know. So it's kind of a a nice collaboration between the both of those things. Definitely no limitations at all. Like, if we knew the person, that's okay. We're going to accept them anyway. Everyone's all welcome. Yeah. And we really wanted, like, <laughs> all people. Uh, and we wanted some <laughs> diversity, too. So we wanted to make sure we had people of color. We wanted the trans community. We wanted the LGBTQ. We wanted women, small businesses, everybody that was kind of doing something big that we haven't seen get the recognition that we thought that they, they deserved. I have to ask because I do marketing, okay, and at the time I was working for Santa Fe Workshops and we had a lot of ads in different, like, different magazines all over the country, and, and then the pandemic hit and, like, literally everybody canceled everything, especially for magazines. Mm-hmm. How are you guys making it work right now? We're both in school and yeah. both have multiple jobs. But it's just kind of, you know, we don't think of it really as work. Although, you know, when it comes to the end of the day and you're like Deadlines still exhausted. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I was going to say blood, sweat and tears for sure. <laughs> it's just it's like a nice project for us. And yeah. it's it's a whole collaboration. So yeah. we were very, very lucky. And this is going to be a big shout out to Aldrin. He's an amazing graphic designer here. And he was definitely the guy that told us what we needed to do for this. He told us step by step, step by step, what size it needed to be, what the fonts needed to be where to possibly get it printed if we wanted to get it printed and like he was able to go through the format and tell us what we needed to fix and so he was definitely a big help on this project for sure even when like our computer crashed we still like had Eldrin you know helping us out laying everything out and then even Natasha she was the whole like person who helped us through the printing process and we are locally printed printer press Okay, shout out. <laughs> shout out. Yeah. And the, the craziest part about it is uh, this was, like, I've never used anything that requires this kind of technology. Like, I've never used Photoshop or InDesign or Adobe Premiere, any of that stuff. So, for me, I had to kind of figure it out as we were going. So, to have Aldrin and also Cameron both kind of know that area was a big help because I have no clue what I was doing when this started. And you guys just had your launch for your first episode. Episode. Oh my gosh, for your first <laughs> issue. Wow. <laughs> like that's where my brain's at. I'm like, are we in this is TV? Like, yes. sorry. Yeah, we're on air right now. Yes. <laughs> we're doing live. No, so your first issue. So you just had your for your like your launch. Tell us a little bit about where that was, kind of how that went, because I was looking in retrospect, it looked like a lot of fun, so. It honestly was kind of, like, today we're like, oh my god, it was such a dream, like, let's make it happen again, like, Mm -hmm. more release parties. It was at um, OTC Circus, which is downtown on Central and 8th. They're a nonprofit business, and they do, like, events for Art Walk, and events for their own markets, and so we talked to Victoria, who is the owner of OTC, and then Bareface, who helped us throw the whole event together, and he was a big help. And we did it in two days and got a charcuterie board on deck. <laughs> it's <laughs> not some a party check. unless there's charcuterie. I'm just going right. to say it. Cheese, <laughs> cheese and meat on, right. on wood. That's right. That's all we needed. And it, was, uh, it kind of all happened last minute. Everything with Iconica seems to happen at last minute for us. Like We have so many goals and plans and what we want it to be, and then things happen life happens happens. and the way it turns out is always better than what we expect so I'm so glad that we had it at OT because it was 
a small but big enough crowd, so it felt like huge, but it was small enough to like not be super dramatic. But we had live bands going. We had pop-up artists that were in our magazine performing and being there. And we had a little, um, what was it called? Uh, raffle. Uh, raffle. We had a raffle. <laughs> so a lot of our artists donated art for us, and we raffled that off. And mm-hmm. it was just a really nice celebration, and we wanted the community to be a part of it. Because this is not about us. This is all of us. So we wanted it to feel like that, too. And you guys just sold out, I saw, of all of your first issues. So that's great. Yes. Congratulations. That's a big deal. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. It's so, kind of like bittersweet because now we have to like do the next one. So I did want to touch on that a little bit. So for issue two, what's your projected date for that coming out? And then like, what do you have in store? Or can you say? <laughs> well, we could talk about what we have in store. <laughs> We're definitely thinking of going some funky, weird kind of same mixture of layout design but definitely more funky vibes and lots more right lots more uh, fashion designers in Albuquerque so like Mm -hmm. where fashion designers at come on come call us out just Uh, shout out to a sleeping memory you might be in the next one just saying (laughs) (laughs) so a lot more fashion designers you know and for this next one we actually are going to have help so Cameron yes. and I basically did every single thing in this project. We took the photos, we did the articles, we did the layout, we did the printing. But this next one, we have um, a few friends that want to help us with interviews and with formatting. And we have basically secured a couple of photographers for us. So that way, which is great because that's kind of our goal. We want this to be something where eventually we can hire people and we'll all get paid. And it's like this big, huge thing. So baby steps, but now we won't be doing everything by ourselves, which right. is phenomenal for us. <laughs> so I know that there's, I mean, I, we could like sit here all day, like listing off like the types of art and like artists in Albuquerque alone, not to mention like Santa Fe and the rest of the state, right? Mm-hmm. What is your favorite form of art? Ooh. Both of you. Sorry, no pressure. I'm just like, and I'm like, dude, I know mine. Dude. <laughs> um, well, I'm a photographer and my favorite form is fashion photography. Just getting that high-end photo, making it look like something new. Always, always my favorite. <laughs> I don't know what that sound was. That was great, Did though. anyone hear that? <laughs> my voice was like, <laughs> Um, I think mine would be a tie between, I love kind of any kind of form of painting. So that's, I love that. I'm not like the best at it, but I like to see other people do it too, because that's what art's supposed to do. You're supposed to see something and it's supposed to make you feel. So I would say either that or music. I think music is like mm. a really good, close, oh, yeah. like those two are like fighting each other for the top. Because I don't think people, I don't mean, people might look at music as art. Like I feel like that's not I'm a weird thing to say. Oh, I mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't make music, but it's definitely something that I l- love to listen to. So... I'm also an author. Um, I write fantasy and sci-fi. Spent a lot of time in St. Louis around there. And St. Louis is very much like an architecture and like literary town. So what would you call Albuquerque? Like top two forms of art. What do you guys think Albuquerque is all about? That's a a really good question. I wasn't ready for that either. This is my podcast. I think it depends on like where you go in Albuquerque because we are small, but like the parts of us are even smaller. So like if you go like downtown versus uptown, completely different Mm -hmm. forms of like creation going on. So I think downtown is definitely more of like the music scene 
that's like the biggest like part the here walk. and the art walks mm -hmm. and stuff like that more of like diy style kind of things but if you go more into like uptown or even like rio rancho and places like that i would say that's when you're kind of stepping more into like maybe what what would you say like Hi-fi. Oh. Uh, I was going to say, like, the architectural scene, but it's, like, architecture is not, like, the biggest thing here, but there are parts where it's, like, really beautiful, so... But I can always find music or someone who's, like, um, maybe even jewelry. I think jewelry is a big thing here, too, especially if you go into Santa Fe. Stop looking at me. <laughs> oh do you make jewelry? I do. <laughs> yeah, he's just looking at me, like... At Humble. Oh, I didn't see it. Not humble. Um, no, it's at Napoli. Napoli, I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, we need we need all the kind of forms. Yeah. So. It's one of those things. It was just like a side hustle kind of situation where I was like, I like doing this. I'm, I'm going to do more of this. And it just kind of took off from there. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Even if you go south, you're going to catch even more like jewelry and pottery making. and. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I love about New Mexico is I feel like our, like, artistic landscape is super diverse like mm. I don't I mean yeah I do want to brag um we're I, I feel like I feel like we kind of have that on lock here like there's a lot of places where it's like they focus on just like one thing like forgive me Palm Springs I love Palm Springs but like I feel like it's really hard to find a lot of diversity in art like in a city like that and whereas you like come to Albuquerque and it's like you have this kind of kitschy little you know thing over here and then you have this modern art over here and then you've got like you know like street art and graffiti like there's just mm -hmm. so much happening that it's like you can there's something for everybody it's not just like one thing well and the big thing like you know we've seen with interviewing different places around town is that like which neighborhood you're in really matters mm -hmm. you know because you're right. gonna get a whole different scene in depending on where you go around town exactly right mm -hmm. that's a good point i think graffiti definitely is maybe like the number one thing because that's something you can see no matter where you go in new mexico and it's such a huge culture piece for us like Kind of like the lowriders on Sundays, yeah. you know, like those two go hand in hand. It's like who we are despite like which area we are in or what mm -hmm. age range we are. Like people can see graffiti on the street and they either think it's graffiti or they think it's art. So it just depends on who you are, but it's everywhere. And it's that is also kind of elevating at the same time. Like there's a lot of people now who are doing murals mm -hmm. and like that's a huge thing right now. This is also something with, like, the Black Lives Matter protests when Central was doing a lot of, like, murals on, like, a lot of the buildings. Great now. It's, like, art for sure. Yeah. Something Fantastic. we'll see. I like that it also has, like, this timeless sort of, like, it's like a time capsule of a moment, but it's there forever, you know, until, well, until you paint over it. But I think it's really cool that we have allowed those things to still exist here and not just, like, get rid of them because they're in a, in a strange place or they're maybe not in a conventional place. I had heard from a different podcast, like, as a, as a physical artist, if you're going to make physical art, you have to own the space for it to last forever, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, it must be so difficult to do. Like, I, I just write, so, you know, whatever. But to be an artist and have something that you know is, like, not going to go away, it's going to be there right. to figure out, like, not only what you're doing, but where you're doing it. Mm -hmm. That's like Lorenzo is here, sitting here, and we're, I know that, like, when we first hung out, you were like, do you want to see my favorite, like, mural in the city? And I was like, okay. And it's like, if that mural didn't exist, like, it wouldn't be Albuquerque. <laughs> I don't even remember that, so... Oh, yeah, but, I was like, okay, but, I'm glad it was so memorable to yeah, you. That might have been Santa Fe, because I grew up, in, like, I grew up in Santa Fe, where there's murals everywhere, and they, they took down my favorite mural, which was on, on Guadalupe Street, on the uh, the, rec the state records office, mm -hmm. and it's got, it's this beautiful, like, 
like this it's telling a story and like there's this like bull and like there's these people who are working really hard like there's it's telling this huge story I don't, I don't know if that's what I showed you but yeah well you showed me that one and then there's the one downtown of the guy it's like it's across from the sunshine and it's on that big wall oh. and it's the guy where he's like floating through the kind of oh, like yes. I don't even know how to explain it y- yeah. you know what I'm talking about yeah. Albuquerque like you know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the yeah. one yeah. But that's like the beautiful thing is like even if we don't know each other, we can see those same things and know exactly what's going on. And like mm-hmm. that's like the, why it's such a beautiful community piece. And it's also kind of bittersweet because they can be painted over. Mm-hmm. But that's also beautiful at the same time because you get to recreate art mm-hmm. over and over and over again. So it's like two like one and like this. We're going to recreate it. But this gets to stay here for us, which we're lucky for that. And then tell until something happens. But and then tell different people our story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I love that, I love that like magazines too. Like I know you can get magazine magazines like digitally, but for me, there's something about like a tangible something like in my hand that I can pick up and look over like look at over and over and over again and like I can feel the pages and I can just see like the work that's been put into it there's something about having like a physical magazine and having like a presence that I really appreciate the same way with books yeah like yeah digital is cool and all but like especially old books like right now so we're we're, shout out castle and was it the uh, church we're next door I this one yes Uh, the St. Mary's Right? The church right next to Castle. You guys know where Center that City. is. It's Center, right there on the door. Okay, Center, Center City, City Church. <laughs> Shout out. Thank you guys. Like, so I'm I'm selling my extra books right now at, at Castle and like it's like I have a first edition game with Thrones for sale right now. And like you pick it up and like this is this I'm sorry, is, is this Ryan Everton? No, now? no, it's not. But I mean like like you pick it up, it's physical, like this is the first thing. It could have flopped. It's like, a big accomplishment. It's You're a like, huge accomplishment, you know? Can I also say something since I broke my silence? Um, I was so I was flipping through this and it reminded me but when I was a kid we had this old box filled with magazines they were like life magazines and it was like a time capsule to me like mm-hmm. looking at the old advertisements looking at the pic- the pictures and the pages and like this like experience you're talking about and I kind of I kind of love it, so yeah. I don't know. Well, I think that the amazing thing, too, is, like, you can pick up a magazine in, like, 20 years, and you can see, like, what was going on and, like, what was important and sort of that moment. Like, it's there. It's not going away. You know, it's kind of like this timeless thing that is, is always going to exist. Definitely. Oh, well, we need to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Are you looking for a good parenting podcast? <laughs> parenting versus podcast is not it. But we do hang out, we talk, we have fun, we have conversation, talk about life, get into the nitty gritty, and at the end, we even talk about what music we're listening to. It's really cool. Parenting versus Podcast is a parenting podcast, kind of, but not really. It's me and Lindsay talking about what's on our mind. Check us out wherever you listen to podcasts at Parenting VS Podcasts. Again, that's Parenting VS Podcast. And we hope that you will find as much joy in the parenting process as we do. And we're back. <laughs> and uh, we'll have you introduce yourselves. Uh, we are with... Cam Ward. Natasha Santistevan. Okay, and we've been talking all about uh, Albuquerque's latest, newest magazine, Iconica. What's the theme to this one? But I, I know it's sold out, but like, what would you say the theme to your first episode? Your first, I did too. You're going to try to put this theme into a box, like one word or what? Well, you know, it kind of pops up near the end. I would say for this one, like, this is more of like a, I don't think we really had a theme for this one. This was more of like an introduction to what can be. Right. Because 
the, well, I guess it's like our summer issue, so it's like the theme oh, is yeah. like summer. It's everything that happened mm-hmm. over the summer that we had. All um, events. All the events, all the people that we worked with, but this is more of like a look at us. Like yeah. the next one will have a theme, but this one is more of like a just so people it. can see like the potential that's going to be there. I think that's a great word. I think potential is a really good, it's a huge word because it's like Albuquerque. There's so much potential here. Look at it. It makes me crazy sometimes because I, I see so many people and I'm like, why are you not famous yet? Like, but it's because we're just so small here. Yeah. And we don't have the money or like the big companies coming over here and checking things out. Or we have the movie industry who uses people that aren't even from New Mexico. So it's like showcasing what we actually have here. Mm-hmm. Are you doing bi-yearly, quarterly for, for releases or just making it up? Or We're trying to do an issue every season. So we want to follow along like with actual magazines that are going on. But... Again, it just depends on, like, how much content we have or how long it takes us. Because this was, like, ooh, this was a process. Like, <laughs> the amount of times that we had to redo this, you know? So it just... And as we do it more, we're definitely going to get better at it. But we're just going to kind of keep the public up to date as as we go along. So when you're putting together this first issue, you went from you know, not, not having put together a whole magazine to putting together a whole magazine. What was that like? Uh, we lost Juggling. so many brain cells. <laughs> It was a lot of, of really late nights at UNM. Right, um, in the photo lab. In the photo lab. After school. After school, after work, in between. And the funniest thing about the original we have right here, we sold this copy at the release party. We only printed 10 so people could see it. But the amount of mistakes that are in here that we realized <laughs> after is absolutely incredible. And so once we realized that, we had to go through again and re-edit Wait, you everything. you human beings and you make mistakes? <laughs> well, and it was cool yeah. because the people actually wanted this copy. Like, they wanted the one that had the mess-ups. Isn't that right. crazy? Like, I love that. Like, books, like, I just released two books and, like, and I'm reading terms like, oh, crap. Oh, oh crap. Crap. Crap, crap, crap. I crap. I texted you on, like, page 21. Yeah, and I was like, damn it. How'd that happen? Well, it's because we're, like, sitting there for hours on end staring yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, so your like, eyes just kind of, like, forget what's everything. Yeah. Yep. But so, it was cool. So if somebody wants to submit some kind of art form to you, content, how do they get a hold of you? What are you looking for right now that you would really like to see kind of mm-hmm. roll past your desk? Um, so they could definitely email us at Iconica the magazine, the magazine at gmail.com. And then we also have an Instagram page, Iconica.magazine. And we have a website. Right. So uh, our website is IconicaMagazine.world. So either one of those options, um, we're looking for any kind of art. So it could Mm -hmm. be photos, music, music videos, journalism, fashion design, graphic art, whatever it is. We want to see it. You're a writer. Mm -hmm. Submit. Yeah, we really don't have any, like, rules. Just as if you're an artist in Albuquerque and you want to get your name out there. um, Because we know Mm-hmm. How hard it is. <laughs> so, I was, yeah, that was my other question is, is there anything you don't want to see? <laughs> like anything that you're like, please don't send that to us. <laughs> no, honestly, even like our models, we have a lot of people who are coming in through Instagram and they're like, well, if you, are you looking for any models? Mm-hmm. And we're like, yes, of course. We're always looking for like people to model some of our designers. Mm-hmm. Or be our full models for our photo shoots, like really, like anyone. And I think uh, no rules is good because, I mean, art's supposed to be a personal thing, you know, like who am I to deny someone else's art because right. I don't understand it or like I don't like it or whatever. Like I, we can't be the judges of what is good and what's not. We're just here to show people what, what is there. No, I, I, it's funny because I, I see that again and again with other writers that I kind of mingle with and, and they're like, do you think this is a good idea? And I was like, I don't know, write it and, and like put it out there. Mm-hmm. 
and see what happens. Because if you just stay in that idea mode, it doesn't help anybody, you know? Right. If you stay in, like, the old habits, you're never going to get somewhere. you got to definitely put yourself out there. I just realized um, another theme, going back to that question, because what we're talking about, it kind of just, like, got my mind going. I think for this one, our theme was um, authenticity. Because we don't want it to be the same thing every single time. And we don't want to have people who feel pressured by, like, societal norms to create something that they think is, like, good or fits or whatever. Like commercial creativity. Like, this is what we'll sell any store. You're like, yeah, but is it art, though? Or, like, is that actually you? Or is it just, like, what you think people want to buy? Yeah, totally different. So, like, coming forward and, like, with other submissions that we get, like, we want it to be you. We don't want it to be some creation of what you think we want or what you think is going to sell. We want it to just be, like, what motivates you and moves you as a person. Just expression. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I can really appreciate that. And I, you know, I don't want to like dog on any other local um, publications or anything like that. But I do think there's something to be said for authenticity and not having something that's just perfectly polished and, you know, everything's just airbrushed and this and that. You know, I think that there's there's a place for real people who are doing actual things <laughs> and it doesn't have to be perfect all the time. And it doesn't, you don't have to understand it all the time either. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like your, your art or whatever you do, like doesn't have to be quantified by how many sales you make, you know, which I think is a big thing for people starting out. It's like, dude, you made that and you put it out there. That's huge. That's massive. If you're doing that right now, like kudos to you, like right. do more. Right. If you like put your table out there on art walk, like you're doing it for yourself and you're doing it for, you know, to show your work and, yeah, and with this project, we definitely didn't even consider people, like, who was going to buy it and how many were going to be bought. We just were like, let's do this thing. And I think that's, like, the best goal that you can have as an artist is, like, if you're doing something that you feel good about, that like that's really all that matters because the sales will come. If you believe in what you're doing, the sales will come. And that's kind of how it feels for us. Like, with, for the release party, we had no idea who was going to come. No. We had no idea if anybody was going <laughs> to come. Like, well, we might be <laughs> eating this. Circuitry board alone. Exactly. <laughs> we were completely prepared for that. So it was like, there's also something to be said about, like, not having expectations because then you're beautifully surprised by everything, you know, like... If, like, only one person good. came that mm-hmm. night, I would have been so happy, you know? Yeah. So, like, if we had to sold only one magazine, that would have been the best thing ever. But we sold a lot more, and that's that's great, too. But Any just, support is... Any support, yeah. No expectations is the best expectation. So, for issue two, for those who are listening, are like, yeah, I want to get on get, get in on that. Where can they get it? For issue two? Yeah. Still our website. Still our website. Mm-hmm. Okay. As well... As Art Walk, mm-hmm. that'll be a huge um, thing for us, yeah, just be promoting it. But way. I believe we will be doing, so we'll have the hard copy, and then we're also going to have a digital copy just for people mm-hmm. that want a digital copy. Yeah, sure. So that makes it a little bit easier for people because it will also be less expensive than mm-hmm. the than the hard copy is. And we just want it to be accessible to everybody. So if people need it like out of town or shipped or something like that and they can't be here for it, it makes it easier. This happens every episode and I totally forgot my question. Yeah. I was like, it was in there and I'm like, I think I remember, hang on to it. Gone. Okay. Oh, I okay. There it is. Okay. Woo. All right. All right. It came back. It was quick. It was a quick absence. <laughs> so do you guys have like a wish list of maybe places that you want to do photo shoots or yes. businesses or people that you want to work with in the community? And, and what is it? What are they? Yes. Who are they? Who are these people? Who are they? I'm like, I need them. There's this building on Central and Fifth Street, I believe. It's right across from the Albuquerque Library downtown. It's um, a yellow building, and it says, make a scene. And so I'm really thinking of doing, like, a photo shoot 
with like kind of like a Beyonce like mixture with like a huge beautiful yellow dress and then having the words make a scene in the background which is that'd be amazing <laughs> so that's one of them I think the other places is we definitely want to try to get into like Santa Fe right. and Taos areas because we have a few people from Santa Fe in here but we also realize that Santa Fe has their own art walk going on mm-hmm. I know that in Taos they just started um, a really cool art collective down there so we definitely want to start like moving around Albuquerque and New Mexico a little bit more that because that's this is like a New Mexico magazine not just right. Albuquerque so we want to just start to kind of open it up to different parts of the state I have two important questions. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You're scary. I know. This is like, this is like the thing I look forward to every episode. I, like you enjoy this I do. I really do. The tension, the drama, the like suspense. Yes. I, I eat it up. It's great. I do. Okay. For each of you, the first one is red or green? <clears throat> green. Okay. <laughs> Christmas. I'm cheating. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. And the follow-up is, if you're going to go somewhere in town, not a relative's house, for a good chili, where do you go? I can't. I, yeah, we're going <laughs> to... I, I see you sweating. Come <laughs> on, what the heck? <laughs> oh, God. Not a family's. No, no, I'm family relatives. We don't want anybody's grandmas getting mad. Like, oh, yeah. All restaurants mind, just popped out of my head. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if there's any. Um, I like salsa. <sighs> So I would choose um, Perico Salsa. Okay. Mm. Um, what is that one taco place that we went to down there? Oh, I don't remember what it's called. It's on Avenida Cesar Chavez, mm-hmm. all the way past the Rio Grande, and it's like next to a gas station. And they're like tacos are like two dollars. Good carne asada. Good carne asada. Good chili. Mm-hmm. They have good chili. I don't good remember salsa. what it's called. I'm sure it's cool though. Like yeah. people are like, yep, I know it. Like, well, <laughs> if you remember, just that's. That's the base. Yeah, that's a good place. (laughs) I'm like, I feel like my chili opinion changes. Like, it just depends on what I'm in the mood for. You know what I mean? Like, it just changes. I went to the Brawless Coffee House uh, last week or a week before. We hadn't been there in a long time. What did you say it was? Brawless Coffee House. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised. I haven't been there in like. And it's super cheap too. I'm like, four bucks. Like, are you sure? I'm still like a solid believer though in like red, yeah, Red Ball Cafe in their hamburger, but then they put like Mm. red chili on it. The wimpy. Yeah. Mm. How about the uh, All Subs uh, chimichangas? (laughs) You're going to All Subs? All right, Santa Fe. All Subs for the win. No, I know. You know what's funny is the last two times we've been in Santa Fe, we've been trying to go to the shed, and every time we try to go, there's like a wait of like two hours, and we're like, never mind. So, the shed, if you're listening, um, can we just interview you and come eat your food? I still want to interview, uh, uh, what is it, Las Vegas? Charlie? Charlie Spickens Van. Charlie's, if you're listening, I want to go there and interview you guys and eat your food again. This is going to turn into like a wish list of food (laughs) podcast. Have you been to the Sugar Shack? No. So it's in between Taos and Angel Fire when you're just driving through the canyon. It's tiny, tiny little building. Like it's like this. But they, they've been on diners, drive-ins, and nice. dives before, mm. but they have a sugar burger, and it's, like, the best thing. I'm diabetic, so you're not helping, but... Uh, you know, yeah. anyways. <laughs> One burger. It's, and it's, like, it's a small menu. It has, like, maybe, like, five or six things on it, but everything is so good, and it's just, like, right mm. on the canyon, just in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Well, I know that, like, for a photo shoot, I was thinking about this. Not that I'm not trying to tell you what to do. 
All I'm saying, <laughs> we'll take the idea. All I'm saying is, I think in the summer, something in Elvado would be really cool, or like an old micro tell like that, like something with that that kind of backdrop of like the you know old Route 66 sort of feel. Maybe I just I love the whitewashed like yeah. whole thing. I don't know. I, I would love. It was it's at the end of I think like and again I'm like Gringo White, so like Candelaria. I know I can't say it right. Like up by the mountains, there's like this natural like smooth cliff wall. There's a trail that goes up there, and it's, like, really dramatic. It's super smooth. It's, like, kind of a pale cream white, and it, like, overlooks the whole city. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, no, and no one ever shoots really anything up there. no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, it's up there. I found it one day just driving around. It's a little, a little park at the base, and cool. it's nice. There's also a lot of um, abandoned buildings up on the foothills, too, so those would be cool. But we also want to, like, I definitely like the Elvado feel because we want to have the lowriders in the next one because mm-hmm. we were going to have an article in this one about it. But we just didn't get any pictures from it. So the next round, we definitely want to have more of like that classic New Mexico feel into it. Gotta throw that Welcome to Albuquerque or Welcome to New Mexico mural in there. I I swear, everybody that comes here, like that's the only picture I see is like they're standing in front of that mural and it's like, Welcome to New Mexico in in Knob Hill. Yeah, it's a good one. Like yeah. it, okay, it's. Okay. I think it's yeah. next to um what used to be Disco Display House. What is it now? It's a little barren. Oh my gosh! I know you're There's like an Oregon Mountain Trading Company in there. I think, yeah, 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 and like yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of all I the other stuff. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I, I love. I love that uh, neon Route 66 arch that goes over the road. Yeah. Like at night. That's you know? beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely some like desert scenes too with the. Oh, for sure. With the sunset and next to the Netflix like. Oh, that's a good spot. Production company over yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the back. Right, like if you go up by Mesa del Sol, is it? Yeah, you jump over the fence. There you go. I'm all I have a friend that works with that. I might be able to just let you, like, just maybe, like, hey, can you uh, maybe help us out for something? So, uh, yeah, we're we're getting near the end here, but um, if you, you know, is there somebody's listening is like, I've always wanted to do some kind of big creative project, whatever. How'd you guys go from this is an idea to we're doing this? Mm. Oh, what advice would you give them? Yeah. I feel like a lot of it was just, like, well, number one, you just got to believe in yourself mm-hmm. because you are definitely, like, your biggest, like, insecurity and your biggest failure. Like, if you don't think you're going to do it, you're not going to do it. That and, like, accountability. Like, we had to hold each other accountable to, like, did you do this thing? Did you do that photo shoot? Did you submit it? Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of, like, teamwork and communication and just also just, like, being fearless and just going for it. Put your foot through the door, like Cameron says. <laughs> I would like to say that, like, surrounding yourself around the people that encourage you, um, definitely supporting you through the whole thing. I was finding, like, inspiration photos through, like, so many different apps, like, through Instagram and through Visco, that I was at the point where I was like, I can't, like, I'm just, we have to do something. Like, we have to definitely post something or we got to make something. So definitely having, like, the encouragement from our friends and the space to really make anything possible. Yeah, yeah, we definitely would not have been able to do this if we didn't have UNM as an option or we didn't right. have like the people who helped us with it. So that was a big, big thing for us. UNM meaning like the photo labs, you know, having the place to use nice computers and to the point we were at. You might have to, like, like not sleep for a little bit, but I promise (laughs) you it's worth it. Like, I promise. Sometimes you gotta just, like, but what they say is, like, spend money to make money. Like, Mm -hmm. this was definitely us, like, Mm -hmm. spending money, and not even money, but just, like, our life force. But we know it's gonna pay off, so, you know, eventually at some point. (laughs) I have one more question, if that's cool, Ryan. It's very cool. Are you gonna get mad? Are you gonna get angry? I'm gonna get super mad. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Get pissed, Ryan. Um, (laughs) Lindsay said... (laughs) So if if you, in the future, 20 years from now, 
If somebody could say one thing about Albuquerque, what would you hope they would say? Looking at us and where we've come. Sorry, that's a big question. I hope that they would say that we stuck to our roots. Mm-hmm. I, I hope we don't become this big city that you can't recognize anymore. Like, I hope that there's still parts of New Mexico that are, have always been the same. Wow. Round of applause. <laughs> wow. That, she couldn't have so said serious. it better. <laughs> and definitely, I don't know, did you say remembering where you came from? That's the same thing. Same thing. I, I mean, maybe that we she still couldn't have, have said it better. Chili. Like, at least we, like, can we still have good food? You know, like, <laughs> can we still eat okay? <laughs> and also, like, remembering to, like, always do what you want, not following the mainstream or, like, the social norms of higher end states. Like, just, like, pulling culturally. In culturally the heart. appropriate. I'm just kidding. No. All right, just kidding. Think big and be humble about it, though. <laughs> like, yeah. Dream big. There it is. There it is. Dream big, but stay humble. Break free. Yeah, that was great. (laughs) Well, I'm excited to look forward to what's coming. I'm super excited about, like, I ordered ordered the first issue, so I'm very excited. But I'm also excited to see the second one and so on and just keep on going from there. So Let us know before the next one comes out because we want to give a shout out to it. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're definitely giving ourselves like we gave ourselves like a week to breathe. Yeah, that's, uh, we didn't really do that. We still uh-huh. talked about it. <laughs> yeah, just only breathing. <laughs> so it's it's in the works, um, and we're going to be starting to work on it. So hopefully, within the next couple of months, you will see something from us. And again, if somebody wants to submit something, they want to get a hold of you, they want to order something. How do they do that? Real quick. Uh, Instagram at Iconica the magazine. Iconica dot magazine. Just kidding. Iconica dot magazine. Um, our, our website Iconica magazine dot world. world, and then our email, which is Iconica the magazine at gmail.com. or our personals, which is Cameron Ward or Natasha Slumpy Stevan, and we will direct you as you need to go. Is there anything else you want to share? No, just thank you so much for giving us this platform. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. No, thank yeah. you for doing this. This is it's been it's been way overdue. Yes. So thank you for making this. We could not be happier <laughs> with the support and everything. Hello, and welcome to Cause of Death. My name is Jackie Moranti. I've been studying infectious disease for 14 years in various research settings. I have a Bachelor's of Science from Colorado State University in Microbiology, Immunology, and Virology. I've worked with diseases like tuberculosis, SARS-1, and SARS-CoV-2, better known as COVID-19, and I've worked with EHV-1. It's my feeling that if we look back at the pandemics of the past, we may be able to better handle the pandemics of the future. The problem is, we have to learn our lessons first. Come along with me while I tell you about the pandemics, the epidemics, and the outbreaks, and how we never seem to learn our lesson. Hey, Albuquerque, and thanks for listening to What's Up ABQ, Albuquerque's very own podcast. Every week, Ryan and Lindsay talk to the people who add unique flavor and make a positive impact to our fair city. We help point you to the places you need to see, visit, or patronize, and to do this costs some time and resources. So, without sounding too needy, could you help us out by pitching some funds our way? You can drop some bucks in the tip jar by donating at whatsupabq.com. And if you know about a local business or establishment that should be featured, or you own one yourself, drop us a line at abqwhatsup at gmail.com. Again, the website is whatsupabq.com and the email is abqwhatsup at gmail.com. 
We've also got a few sponsorship spots open, so get in touch with us soon to reserve your business's time on the show. What's Up ABQ is produced by Lindsay and Ryan with post-production assistance from me, Paul Nixon, at paulnixonvo.com. Make sure and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. Tell your friends about us, and thanks for listening.